Hello everyone, welcome back to the Pointless Void Podcast, a podcast where two friends try to take a dumb idea and turn it into a movie idea. Today we are going to be turning our weird dreams into movies. We had this idea because yesterday we were uh, just talking with a friend who was a nursing student who's like a huge nerd about the human body. And uh, we were just talking about dreams and Carter had this crazy dream about a sphinx or something. And I thought it would make a great movie. So we're going to try to turn movie or dreams into movies. What do you think about that, Carter? I'm excited. We're going to have some good ones. Definitely not the second Most, time I've said all that. Yeah. <laughs> we did the intro. Everything I just said is the second time I've said it because I forgot to record right at the beginning. It went perfect the first time. And we started talking. And <laughs> thankfully, we didn't get too far. Like, literally. Literally. Like, every, right just here. Just what I said yeah, is just what I you said before you said the second time. And it, it was less natural when I'm like, yeah, we were talking to our friend. That was all less natural, but it doesn't matter. It's still yeah. good. We didn't get far enough. Exactly. So. So, yes. Okay. Do I, do you want me to explain the Sphinx dream to everybody to kind of get where we got the idea from? Yeah. You explain the Sphinx dream and then I'll think, I'll tell you maybe a dream that mm-hmm. I've had. Okay. I will kind of go through some dreams. So I had this reoccurring dream when I was like 10. Um, and what it was is we would be, we, it was just at our house and I um, just lived in like this suburbs area and I was hanging out with some friends and things were going weird. And all of a sudden I look outside and I see this cat walking on. We kind of had like a treehouse thing like this playland that you could see right outside our window. And I saw this cat walking along the edge and then it vanished. Okay. Well, it turns out. This all like, did you think this was a dream? Did it seem natural up until this point? It seemed really natural. Okay. Mm-hmm. Until all cat of this. vanished. Yep. And I was like eight or 10, eight to 10. You know what I mean? And so like me as a little kid, I'm like, what's going on? Is this real? No, just, <laughs> um, and all of a sudden my friends, went to try to like kill me and it was like this huge thing and I'd like stab them. And so anyway, what turns out, and so we figure out this whole thing and once a year on Halloween or the day before Halloween, actually, I think it was like October 30th. I can't, I get, I don't know why I remember that detail, but it was like the day before Halloween. What would happen is there was this mystic cat or the Sphinx. So it's like an origin story of like what the Sphinx is in Egypt um, is what my brain was like. My like little year old was telling me and it, w- it would come out once a year. And what it could do is it could clone like people to like, and control them. And okay. so what it would do, it was cloning my friends. And so that's what was going on. And then they came and went to start stabbing me. Right. Mm. And fighting me, we finished out the day and we're all alive. Well, anyway, I have a second like dream about this about this like weird cat. And like in that dream, I remember the weird cat and I'm like, we need to figure out what this is. We need to figure out like how it was made and then ways that we can destroy it. So we end up taking a trip to Egypt, right? And we go to this museum and we're looking at this museum and it turns out there was this Egyptian um, magician mage of Pharaoh's court who could, who put like his power or like something magician. I can't, I don't know. We'll have to just make it up. But anyway, he was able to make this Sphinx, this cat that had all these powers and that is how it was made. And then we never figured, and then I woke up and then I never figured out how 
to destroy mm. it. But that's like the origin. And so there's like an Egyptian mage, magician created this thing centuries ago. Not centuries, oh. I guess thousands and thousands of years ago. So for me, I I lucid dream every once in a while. And those dreams, they're not really dreams because you just kind of do what you want. Right. And then a lot of dreams I have are just kind of random. They don't have much of a story. Yeah. <laughs> But I have this weird memory, or not a memory, it's it's a dream that I've remembered for so long. Mm-hmm. I've had it one time, and it's like, it was super like, like, sto- like it was a story, it felt like a story, and it was pretty long, it felt like it was long, and I, I've always remembered it. And it's like this, so... I'm so intrigued. <laughs> yeah, so here's the dream. So I think I died, but I don't, like, I just know that I was dead. Yeah. So I came to the the afterlife, or whatever whatever the afterlife is. Mm -hmm. And I was told you could go into like two different doors. One door was like clear and you could see it. And it was like this theme park, super fun, like super cool back there. And the other one you couldn't see in it, but they said behind that door, um, it's also a good choice. They they said, Mm -hmm. and so in the dream, it was weird because I was like, I think I was like multiple characters interesting like i could go between like i could be the person that picked the opaque door and Mm -hmm. i could be the person that picked like the theme park door yeah and so um i remember like going into the theme park and it was like super fun and then i cut to the person who picked the opaque door and it was this like boring library (laughs) but in the library like um when you walked to the doors one door was like right in front of you and the opaque door was to the side Mm -hmm. so when you like went into the opaque door. There was like a window that you could see the theme park, but you were in the library. Okay. And there were slides to go into the theme park. So you could leave the library, but you could never come back. So once you were in the theme park, you could never come back to the library. This is such a random dream, but it's like, it was so vivid to me. Yeah. That like, and for some reason I knew that I shouldn't go into the theme park, that the library was the right choice. That's Even though so, the theme park was definitely yeah. way, way better. And so um, my one character decided to stay in the library, even though I kept, like stuff kept happening that like kept making you want to go down the slide. Yeah. And then, then eventually the theme park started to like suck and it started not just suck, but it started to like actually be kind of terrifying oh. and it became like this super terrifying thing. And that I, I don't really remember all the details of that specifically, but I just remember it became like terrible. Yeah. And then the library kept getting better and better. You couldn't go back. Go to the library, man. You made the right choice. <laughs> I made the right Well, <laughs> my one half of my character, my one character did. The other character did not. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I knew that it. I, I could experience both realities because I could uh-huh. jump between characters in my dream. That'd be kind of a cool power. I like that. That's actually, so really, that was that's the, actually really cool. That was the most vivid dream I've ever had. And I still remember it for some mm-hmm. reason. Like I can vividly like imagine what like the library looks like in the glass window and the theme park mm-hmm. and the roller coasters and stuff. That'd be cool. I really like that idea of being able to like, what if like somebody like I, one spirit, one control, I don't know how it would work, but like, you know, like there's like two bodies that they can move, but they can only move one at a time. I don't know. Is that what it was? Like, I don't know. And you like, you had jump back and forth between the two. Yeah. It was very weird of me being both characters, but that's kind of cool. So I don't know. So in my dream, I think it was like the afterlife. I think 
that that that's a little bit of a foggy memory of why I was there. Yeah, but it could be it could be like kind of like a um, Maze Runner scenario or like a Squid um, Game scenario. Yeah. Or a saw scenario where it's like the people are like put in this game yeah. or this arena or a Hunger Games scenario. This is a pretty popular scenario. Yeah. <laughs> in lots of media that's very popular. I just named very popular media except, um, what was the one that I said that now I forgot? Can't be that popular. Saw? No, Saw's, oh, no, saw's popular. very popular. Yeah, all of those are very popular. You said one that's not very popular. I thought I did, but it was Saw. <laughs> I, I think, I think, I that, was, that, I I think that was like the, probably the least popular of all of them. Well, I actually, mean, I don't Maze know. Runner wasn't no, that. Yeah, was Maze gonna... Runner wasn't. I mean, it Ma- was popular in it for a moment, but not as much as like Hunger Games or Squid Game or Saw. That's true. That's true. Probably was Maze Runner. Anyway, that was my dream. Mm. Well, I like that. I also have a vague memory of a dream that I just thought of as I was telling you that story that I forgot I had a memory of. But it was, I think it was like a zombie apocalypse movie, but everyone was a zombie except people that had like superpowers because they were capable of escaping the zombies interesting and so i just remember like i had a superpower and like some of my friends had a superpower like my some of my high school friends were mm-hmm. there and like we were on a bus that's all i remember is that we were superheroes and surviving the apocalypse right i don't know that 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 i just had that random memory as i was telling the story i like that but i don't maybe maybe another movie later is the superhero zombie apocalypse the superhero zombie <laughs> I like that. Have you have any other memories? Any other weird dreams? There was one that was kind of odd. It was like, it was like Harry Potter mixed with Borderlands. It was seriously one of the strangest dreams I've ever had. Like, so it was like a Borderlands like world, but there was this, I guess it's a very famous thing. I knew the matrix, whatever. There was this chosen one, right? That was supposed to, like free them from this um, like oppression, almost like terrifying Jack, Jack from Borderlands. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is funny. This is before I ever played Borderlands, which it was more like as a kid, I think I was thinking more like Treasure Planet, which now that I was thinking about it, Treasure Planet and Borderlands are kind of similar mm. in their yeah. design. Anyway, totally random. <laughs> um, but that was like, it was a dream that was like in like a Borderlands-esque world. But there was like this like chosen one storyline to it. Yeah. If that makes sense. I didn't get too far in the dream. It literally like, it was like, I remember like five minutes of it, if that makes sense. Mm. And I just got to the point where there was like, someone's supposed to save us. But like, yep, that's about the max I got to. What about you? Anything else? No, I don't think. I mean, I had I had a reoccurring nightmare as a kid, but it wasn't like vivid enough to have any storyline. Yeah. There was just a cyclops that would throw rocks at me. <laughs> That's right. I remember. You t- <laughs> yeah, we we've talked about our dreams before. We I have. told you about this. Uh huh. Yeah, it was like at a zoo, but I was like, there's there were cyclops at this zoo for some reason. I don't know why I even knew what a cyclops was. Right. Because I never knew about like Greek mythology and stuff like that at this point. Because uh-huh. I was very young, but I must have heard about it somewhere. Um, and so I was in the zoo and then all of a sudden I was like in the enclosure Mm -hmm. and then there was a, they were, they were throwing rocks at me. That was a reoccurring dream like three or four times. That's amazing. But it doesn't have much storyline. So, right. That's facts. Okay. 
you know anybody other like anyone not just else's us, dreams anyone that else's dreams that yeah that they that um you've heard about i can't think of any right now can you mm, no I was hoping I was going to say that, and then you would say something that I'd have time to think about. <laughs> Someone else's vivid dreams that occur. I mean, people tell you their dreams, but you really, like, you pay attention because you're having a conversation with them, but you don't care enough about their dream to, like, commit it to yeah. memory. So, And it's funny because some people's dreams, like, I don't know if you guys get this, but some people are like, oh, you were in my dream last night. And like we went, we went to the Walmart and we bought groceries. Like it's a normal day, but my dreams, there's like, it is anything but normal. Literally it's like crack. I think there is a difference between a male brain and a female brain. Maybe that's what, and and this is not like, I don't know how back this is by science, but this is just my experience speaking with women and speaking with men. Yeah. Um, and I, I found that the women that I speak to have very memorable, vivid dreams and men mm-hmm. have more chaotic, just random dreams. That's just my experience. Yeah. No, actually that's very true. So you think about it. So I don't, I don't know how scientific that is or how accurate that is. And if that's just my experience, but that's how I've, mm-hmm. I mostly I've heard from women, vivid dreams, right? Like normal ask. Yeah. Just like, yeah, dreams. we we did this and then we w- went to go do this. And I yeah. was, while my dreams, like, you know, there's a cyclops, I'm being murdered, I can't run. Like, <laughs> yeah, your friends are being cloned. Your friends are being cloned and by trying a cat. to kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, you go, then you go to the to Egypt. What was, what did that dream mean to me as a nine year old? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what message was my brain trying to tell me? Listen, <laughs> your friends are clones, <laughs> they are fake. No, <laughs> that's the yeah. moral of that. That's, that's the theme of the movie. That's the message. Yeah. And my your friends, are fake. <laughs> the moral of my dream is choose studying over fun. That yep. studying is important. Don't just go for the fun because the fun will be not always fun forever. That's true. And knowledge the, lasts and longer. And the knowledge will last longer and it will help you more in the future. <laughs> That's so serious. I, I feel like my dream is like so like it actually does have a weird moral. Why the heck? Yeah. <laughs> Why did I dream this? Was it a message to you? Do you feel like ever since then you've been more to the library? You've been no. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I don't really feel like I changed, uh-huh. and I don't really feel that people get dreams for a reason. I just feel that random. Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. That's totally one hundred percent how I feel. I feel that way too. I think it's just like the brain. I think it might be like thoughts, like thoughts. Well, your that brain you're might having. be thinking about. That. Yeah, but it's not like a message to like your brain's giving you a message. Like I don't think that's a yeah thing. no. I don't think that's like how bright, how dreams work. Or you can't like tell the future or <laughs> some that people w- claim that you can. Yeah. I don't really believe that. I mean, I don't have, I'm open to it because I, again, I don't have the experience myself. If someone mm-hmm. could have an experience and could change my mind, I'm open to that. But I, for I just don't think that's a thing. Right. No, I feel that it's, Different. That's our movie. Someone who can dream, who dreams every night. That's how we put both of our dreams in. Yeah. Because I was like, well, how are we going to make a movie with my I dream know, yeah. and your dream? Yeah. Because they're so different from each other. Where there's a man that has, have you ever seen that? So Raven. Oh yeah. Of course I have. As a kid. You know, she's like, and like has those visions like right before. Did you know they rebooted that? Yeah. With like a show called Raven's house or something. Uh-huh. Raven's home. Where she's a mom. Yeah. She's a mom and she's living with her, with Chelsea. For some reason. I can't remember who Chelsea is. Chelsea was her best friend in the, in that's a Raven, the redhead. Right. Yep. 
No, I was a Corey in the House fan. I loved Corey in the House. I never saw Corey in the House. Really? I mean, I've seen some episodes, but it was not a show that I watched. Okay, so that was a spinoff of That So Raven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it had uh, the blonde kid. He's so popular. He was so big as a kid. He was in Good Luck Charlie. He's the brother. Tall, blonde hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. think of his name. I, I know exactly who you're uh-huh. talking about, though. He, that was like his first thing was Corey in the House. He was uh, Corey's friend. Yeah. Was he president? What was the deal with Corey in the house? He was the, his dad was the chef. Oh, that's what it was. But they lived in the white house. And this happened after the events of that. So Raven. Yes. Mm, Interesting. Uh Uh-huh. In fact, I think it was almost during the same time too. I think it was a little bit of a crossover, but Corey in the house, um, ended later because it started later. Interesting. I think. Don't know for sure, but kind of clever. But with that line, what if somebody like, or like you say, what if dreams were actually like, you can actually tell the future with dreams, right? Or do something like that. What if someone dreamed every night and then in the morning he would wake up to like, he would prophesy, not prophesy, like he could tell the future of like one thing that would happen that day. Uh-huh. And it could be something funny and cool, but it also could be something serious. Like he could know one person who, has a dream of someone getting murdered. Like, you know what I mean? And then he sees them at the beginning of the day and realize that they are going to end up dying throughout the rest of the day, but he doesn't know fully how they die. Yeah. Because the dreams are kind of random. But the dreams are kind of cryptic. Like they do tell the future, but not in a way that's like obvious. Yeah. And so so he has to figure it out before the person dies. Right. That'd be kind of interesting. That'd be interesting. Maybe kind of bounce around with that. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, like a Joseph King of Dreams, uh, never seen that. dream coat esque character. Yeah, right. I was thinking, have you ever seen? If Did we you know, so so the guy who made Phantom of the Opera also made Cats, which what? I don't. I'm not really into Cats that much, but I like Phantom of the Opera. He also made yeah. a musical called Joseph and the Multicolored Dreamcoat, which is the about, guy who made the Phantom of the Opera. Made I'm it. pretty positive. It's really, the same dude. Well, it's funny. I, is, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's tr- mm-hmm. true. I watched Phantom of the Opera when I was like 12. I hated it because I was 12. I need yeah. to rewatch it again, but I've listened to the music again. And I remember the story and I'm like, no, that's like a good, <laughs> that's like a great musical. It's, or is it an opera? I guess it's. What is Phantom of the Opera? Yeah. It's, it's not an opera. It's, it's a they, musical, they right? They talk. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. But uh, so Joseph, so then they also made a, DreamWorks also made a movie. Yep. And this was an adaptation of a Bible story. Uh Uh-huh. And so there's a character named Joseph who gets sold into slavery by his brothers. Pretty brutal. Mm -hmm. Can't believe it's in a kid's movie. Yeah. Good movie though. (laughs) Not as good as Prince of Egypt, but it's, it's, because Prince of Egypt is a movie about Moses. And so then they decided to make one about Joseph, another Bible character. Mm -hmm. And anyway, Joseph can, he has the, spiritual gift is what they call it to read dream or to interpret dreams. Mm-hmm. And b- because apparently like, I guess I've never thought of it. I've never had a dream that, Oh, I, w- I should get that interpreted. Right. Is that a thing Egyptians do is get dreams interpreted? Because- I don't think it was just Egyptians. I, I do think it was Egyptians, but I also think it was a lot of people back in old Testament times. Cause this was, cause they didn't have science yeah. to explain why they were dreaming. So uh-huh. they thought it was, a message from God yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Cause there's like multiple accounts of that in like the old Testament. Yeah. Or the, so anyway, like Torah, Pharaoh I think. had a dream that 
there were some cows falling over and dying and some <laughs> some wheat being eaten by other uh-huh. wheat. Uh, in the movie, they portrayed it as like these giant pillars that had cow heads on them that were falling over. Did you see? If you you never saw the movie, you need I've to watch. I've never the movie. seen Joseph. Of Egypt. It's a good movie. It's it, it's a good movie. But anyway, he interprets dreams and he ends up saving Egypt from dying of famine. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's how our character he's kind of, he's like the new Joseph. Exactly. He, he has these dreams or he interprets dreams or like people submit their dreams to a website, his website. Yeah. And then he <laughs> has to interpret them before something bad happens. Right. That'd be kind of cool. Have you seen a uh... now with that though, do you think every dream in this guy's world can be interpreted or some dreams are just dreams that your brain does? I don't know. I think in this universe, maybe all dreams are all dreams can be interpreted by some way or another. Some are more serious than others. Yeah. Some are like totally like just not anything, mm-hmm. but they are. I mean, like the, the, like you'll have a dream that the, it tells you the future that you're going to like, I don't know, just something super trivial. Mm-hmm. And some dreams are like important, like someone's going to die or someone's yeah. going to get in a plane crash or someone's going to whatever. Right. Have you ever seen, so I guess this is probably kind of what I was going off of, like inspiration wise. Have you ever seen person of interest TV series? No. With I, John Cavanaugh, I think is his last name. I don't think I've seen it. Okay. So it has Taj P. Henson before she went on to empire. Okay. She did this great series. One of my favorites, but what it is, it's like a series about big brother. And for those who don't know what Big Brother is, it's supposed to be like this idea that the government has this machine or can access anything that we have, right? Um, But this one is like a lot more intense version of that. And so the guy, it was like the guy who made it for the government after 9-11 realized how powerful he had. He made like a computer that can actually think and do all these things. And with, with it, the computer started printing out pictures of people who um, are going to get killed mm. that day because it can see all the cameras. It can go through people. So it can do everything. And so with like gathering all this information, it gets, it shoots out people who are going to get killed. Right. And so he's selling this to the government and there's a huge, like bigger plot line to this with this machine and the government, but just like the day-to-day episodes, this is what this is about. Um, he sold it to the government, but he was able to keep, and the government's like, sorry, we can't, like, we didn't do this to start saving a bunch of random people. Like, it's cool that they can do that, but that's not what we're using it for. So they're just throwing away the papers as it comes out, right? And what happened was the guy was able to get the extension to where it would send him the papers mm. of the people who get killed. And he ended up hiring this like former like Navy seal. Um, well, it wouldn't be Navy. seal; it'll be like CIA agent. Okay. He's more like a Jason Bourne kind of person. Um, ends up getting this like huge agent with him and together he's kind of on the controls and he can still do a lot of hacking. Like, you know, he can still control a lot of things, but the, the only thing that he can get from the machine is they'll get a paper of someone who's planning to be murdered. And Mm -hmm. then he tries to stop the murder from happening 
but they don't have any information. So it's just him kind of trying to investigate what is going on before the murder happens and then stop it. Interesting. Which I didn't explain it too good, but it's a really good series. It's really good. Oh, that seems interesting. Mm-hmm. So it'd be a kind of a similar thing with this guy that would be saving people mm-hmm. or, or he could be a murderer. He's just fine. Yeah. Switch it around actually where he, he's using the information to find out when people are vulnerable. Or <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to flip it on. So I like it. <laughs> That's a that's a, that's kind of a scary villain. Someone that can interpret dreams and find catch you where you're gonna be before you're there. Yeah, that actually be really scary. What you think about it? I like it. Mm-hmm. Now, why would he want to kill people? Besides for just being wacko. I don't know. Why does anyone want to kill people? I mean, true. true sometimes true. you sometimes you want to give a villain. A reason other times you don't yeah so i don't know why would he want to kill just total strangers not that you have to be a very that's a very specific serial killer that kills actual strangers well i mean a lot of them are strangers but they do it for a reason yeah now what are some famous serial killers i can think of ted bundy yeah ted bundy he would kill strangers girls um, because he had, because he was a yeah necrophilia necrophiliac yeah, so that's why he did that. that There's he, the he Zo- a- do you know about the Zodiac killer? No, that's a yeah. real person. Yeah, my she so or something about like he would two things about Zodiac signs. It was it's never been solved, but my sister believes she solved it. No, <laughs> your sister believes she solved it. How old is your sister? She's eighteen. Okay, she watches all these podcasts. She loves murder podcasts and like I murder don't stories. Get why, like, and then she's terrified the whole day, like the whole night. She's like, "What if someone murders me?" I'm like, first off, stop watching those. Second off, that's like not a common. <laughs> that's exactly. I don't understand occurrence. like uh, why. And and anyone can enjoy a murder podcast. Anyone can enjoy a murder documentary. Mm-hmm. But in my experience, it's like all like white women that are like way into it. This is just my experience. <laughs> and it's it's more women than men that are into it. It's so from true. From my experience. Yeah. And I don't understand why you would want to hear about someone who killed somebody in a super brutal way. And then that person is in an is exactly like you and lives in a place exactly like a place you live and does things exactly mm-hmm. like you do. Why would you want to listen to that type of person who is exactly like you get murdered? Right. Over and over and over and over and over because they listen to multiple and they yeah. just love it. I don't get it. <laughs> I know. It's really funny. Once you think about it, it's just like I listened to a, I listened to a murder pod. I can't remember what it was called but it was a true crime podcast. I listened to it one time. I listened to comedy podcasts while I would work construction. Mm-hmm. One time I'm like, I'll try like, I've never listened to a uh, true crime podcast before. So I started listening to it like right after lunch. Yeah. And I started to get this like pain in my stomach so bad. And I was like, and, and, and it was like a pretty brutal murder. And so mm-hmm. I was like, wow, am I like that empathetic that it's like, that I feel so bad that it's causing me stomach pain. Yeah. 
And so I, I'm like, okay, I do, I do want to finish the, this though. This is yeah. interesting. <laughs> so I kept listening to it. I, my pain, the pain kept getting worse and worse and worse in my stomach. And I genuinely, and I thought it was because I was listening to this yeah. murder podcast. I believe it. And so I turned it off, but then I couldn't stop thinking about it. So my stomach kept getting worse and worse. And so I went home because I was like so sick. I had to get my appendix taken out. I had a huge <laughs> appendicitis attack. <laughs> <laughs> took such a turn that not what I was expecting. So it's just funny that like, <laughs> so I always say that murder podcast gave me a appendicitis because the That's first, the, literally the second I started listening to it, it was when my appendix ascites attack happened. Like it's the exact second it started. That is so awesome. That's when I started listening to this podcast. <laughs> I love that. And I've never listened to it again. It just, that's so good. I knew you had an appendicitis. I did not know that was the story with it. <laughs> yeah, tr- that truly, truly is. A true crime podcast did that. Yep. And that's, I believe, that's canon. That's canon. <laughs> it's, it's truly, it's real life. It is. Have you ever seen Dateline? No. Date Night? No, Dateline. Yeah, Dateline. That is a reality show? Yeah, it's on NBC each, like, each night. I've heard of it. Yeah, and it's like, the TV show version of like murder podcasts. It goes two hours long and it's mm. like all this stuff. And they have like the video, they try to video evidence and then they reenact it with like, I mean, actors, right? Yeah. So you get like a visual of what's going on. It's like kind of intense. Dateline is, Dateline's a popular one of those genre. Yeah. So the the podcast I listen to is that she's there's this girl that's really popular on YouTube. Um, she's a Korean woman. Well, she's American, but she's like Korean descended, mm-hmm. and so she'll make a lot of Korean foods and talk about like true crime while she eats it. Oh, cool! So it's like a mukbang and a true crime. <laughs> yeah, and um, so I so I've known about her, and so she created a podcast called Rotten Mango. This is the one I watched. I just remembered what it was called. Yeah. And Rotten Mango is all of the stories that she wants to tell, but are too brutal to be told while she's eating food. Mm-hmm. And so that's the one. And they, so they're like crazy ones because it's the ones that are like, I can't eat food right now because I'm going to throw up. And so I, maybe I picked the wrong podcast to start with. Yeah. <laughs> but that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, terrible. Freaky. You should try it. See if it gives you appendicitis. Yeah, I actually am really intrigued about that. I'll show you. So the, I mean, I'll shout out this podcast. It's a good podcast, even though I, it's, it obviously I had appendicitis for a different reason. It's a good podcast, but so Rotten Mango is the name of it. And the episode that I listened to was the very first one called like Toy Box Killer. Mm-hmm. Great episode. Crazy. Insane. How evil this man is. And That's how he would. He wasn't trying to be a murderer. He was mostly into torture, but sometimes yeah. he would go too far and would kill people. That's he, awful. It's a bad, he's a bad dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's So our dream killer yep. sounds like Freddy Krueger, which, but he's kind of, but it's like opposite actually. Like he gets it from the dreams to kill in real life. Yeah. Not getting killed in the, in dream. the dreams. Yeah. It would be like a weird thing where like you dream, you dream that he's going to kill you and then he interprets that dream. Now, but here's the thing. How does he interpret it? Do both of them have a dream? I don't know. That night? Could be. You know what I mean? Could be. 
Or is he just a murderer that got a curse? He loves killing people, right? Maybe he just like follows like some subreddit or something that like he <laughs> no, follows people, a dream subreddit. And, and no one's for, no one's realized that at this point, like from this subreddit, like twenty people have been murdered. <laughs> from that I, I kind of I think that's funny actually. That, that is it's really just funny. like a subreddit of people sharing their dreams, <laughs> and, and we'll he'll know. like <laughs> use those dreams to find someone who's vulnerable, <laughs> and he'll travel to them and mm-hmm. and end. Well, them. That'd be kind of cool thinking wise, like to make it like a I don't know like a series, but um where he has like a curse on him. So get this. He has a curse on him. Okay. From some one of the first people he killed mm-hmm. was like someone who believed in like mad like a witch, if that makes sense. Okay. Do they have those nowadays? I mean, I know they do, but like what's like a popular version of that that people would know? Like maybe someone that does voodoo, like, you know, like a voodooist. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like um I mean, voodoo's that's a thing. Like yeah. uh what was the guy in the Frog Prince? Was the Frog Prince? What's the uh, What's the Disney movie? Princess and the Frog. Is it called Princess and the Frog? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I called it the Frog Prince. <laughs> was that guy a voodoo? I think guy? so. I think he was. What, what was yeah, he? New Orleans. Yeah. I think he was like voodoo. Okay. So like so voodoo that's stuff. In pop culture. And what she did, or he did, um, was put a curse on him, so that whenever he tries to kill somebody that person will have a dream of it. And so he goes to kill, but the person that they try killing will have a dream the night before of this happening. And like, so it's like this weird thing of like, they have it. They have a dream that tells mm -hmm. the future of where they're going to be. And then he, he uses that information to find them, but then they get a little bit of a warning right before. Yeah. Interesting. In essence, I don't know. I'm trying to think, it would be like, uh, like one of the people he killed cursed him. Yeah. Like what was what, you know the movie Holes when <laughs> the one guy got. I'm really intrigued about he, what you're. He, <laughs> did you watch the movie? <laughs> yeah, I watched Holes. I love Holes. Shia you know, LaBeouf. You know how their family was like cursed because their like great great grandfather like stole a pig or something. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I do know that. Yeah. So it's like he kills a woman like that that just like curses him. Mm-hmm. That's like, boom. Now you're done for. Was that woman a witch? How do you just curse somebody? I don't know. What is a curse anyway? Is it a spell put upon you? Is it a thing that you have? I think so. It, 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 in like the lens of like a Christian person, is cur- are curses a thing? Do Christians yes. believe in curses? I actually have no idea. Where do curses come from? Are they fantasy or are they like a religious thing? I think religious thing. I think that's that's why I brought it up is because I think they originated the religious thing. Are, do they come from the evil side or the good side? What side do curses come from? So it's an incantation. Um... Curses, origin. <laughs> if I can type. So it's like, so here's what it says. In late old English curs, a prayer that evil or, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> um, a prayer that evil or harm befall one consignment of a person to an evil fate. 
of uncertain origin. No similar word exists in Germanic, Romance, or Celtic. Middle English compendium says probably from Latin curses a course. So yeah, that's what that kind of is. Like old English. So it's like a prayer of misfortune on somebody. Is I think like where it started. So like you would pray that somebody would like pay for what they've done. And who would grant that to you? The devil? Yeah. Would it be the devil or would it be God? I don't know. And these kind of things. I think it would be the devil. Depends on your point of view because. I, I mean, that's true. Yeah. Because <laughs> the other could see it as like justice. That, yeah. Yeah. In, in my like, mind, it would seem like something the devil would be into. Yeah, I think he would be like 100%. He'd be like, yeah, no, I'm down for this. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's curse this yeah, Let's curse this dude. <laughs> he would also make it like way worse than it has to be and then last generations long. Or maybe he sold his soul to the devil and the consequence of that is that they will get warned by a dream. Oh, there you go. Instead of him getting cursed, it's like he agreed to that. He agreed. Like he, he wanted the ability to be able to interpret people's dreams and be able to know where they're going to be so he can kill uh-huh. them. And the devil granted that to him, but as a consequence, they get warned. Yes. And he gets the dreams from Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> I love how it's like a, a, a selling your soul to the devil, but also a Reddit movie. I know. That's my favorite thing. It's like, it's like super intense. Like, like, I kind of like it where this plot is going. And then like it goes, he gets the dreams from, from Reddit. <laughs> Do you use Reddit? Uh, occasionally. Like I'll look things up and a lot of times the answers or the questions are just Reddit stuff. Yeah. That's I, where it comes from. Except that's actually somewhat helpful in certain times because you get opinions and not yeah. just, uh, I don't know, some study or something. Right. Because sometimes you need someone's opinion rather than a study. A study. <coughs> That's true. Yeah, I just use I use Reddit a bit for like I don't know. Sometimes I go on there and look at funny memes or something. Yeah, <laughs> I what I like from Reddit is like people like everyone tell your worst story of this and this and this, and then you just have like all these stories of just terrible situations Reddit is fun though yeah it is because you can just go find and just like have like just chat with random people about some random niche topic yeah literally can talk about whatever you want on reddit yeah and you're you're gonna find people that are just as into it as you are because yep. they found the subreddit yeah <laughs> so that's yeah. true 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 so hmm. our guy let's make him let's make him a woman <laughs> yeah Serial killers aren't women very often. I think we. Do I think need, it's. I happened, think we do need to make him a woman. I think it's happened a few times, mm-hmm. but it's very rare. Like, because this would be funny. Like, we're gonna make it a woman, but she's gonna be like kind of awesome at the same time. So you're gonna have like conflicted feelings. Of like, oh, she's like selling her soul to the devil. She's murdering people, but she's kind of a bad a. Like, she's kind of cool. Yeah. Have you seen you? I on need Netflix? to watch you. So. I, I, there's a comedian that I really, really like Crystal uh-huh. Leah. Yeah. Um, he, he got somewhat canceled for, I'm not even gonna go into it, but yeah. he got, he got, um, he used to be on you and they edited him out. Wait, what? Because of something that happened. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. So he's not in the show anymore. And so I was going to watch it cause I wanted to see him in the show, but now he's not in the show. Yeah. It's still a really good show. I'm not going to lie. Like you love the main character. 
but he is like a psychopath, psychopath. He is like a psychopath murderer, but you love him. Did he disappear second season? No, he's still here. He's still there in the second season. Okay. Well, because the character that Chris D'Elia played was like a creep guy. I think he might've been a rapist or something. Really? They edited him out of the whole series? No, they edited him out of the second season. Like he, he had shot the second season and it mm. hadn't been released. Um, and then they edited it before kay. it was released. Gotcha. So he was Switch in the first season and then he wasn't, he in wasn't the first in season. the second. No, he was in the first and then he shot the second season, but then he wasn't in it. Oh, I'll have to look into it. I have no idea who Chris Lee is. If I see his face, I might know who he is, but I mean, if you're a comedy fan, you've definitely seen him, but if you're not, He's not, he's, he's famous among comedy fans, not really yeah. among anyone else. Right. Right. Cause he hasn't been in many shows. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We should cast crystal. No, we we're doing a woman, but I said yes. we should cast crystal. Cause he like the thing about crystal is he kind of looks like he, and he, he makes jokes about this all the time. Crystal has never drank alcohol in his entire life. Never done drugs, never done anything, but he kind of looks like a dude that is like always high. Like just kind of his vibe. He does. <laughs> but he's genuinely like not ever. Well, I mean, if you believe him, which I choose to believe him, has never drank alcohol or done any kind of drugs. And so he always That's makes crazy. jokes to that. That he, I look like I sell it too. Like I, I look like I sell it to myself. That's what I look like. That's one of his jokes. <laughs> he looks funny. Yeah, no, he would be. But he looks like I a guy like that he would, would be actually perfect be a great fit a in this killer. movie. Yeah. But uh, the main, of course, the main girl is going to be. A girl. <laughs> yeah. Main girl's going to be Maybe a girl. A girl. <laughs> I can't think of like a crazy An looking girl that's actress. known for that. I'm trying to think. What if we do... Okay, done. Madeline Klein. No. <laughs> do you know who that is? No. Okay. She is from Out of Banks. She's the main girl. She's Sarah Cameron. I'll look up Madeline Klein. Although she's not like crazy. Enough. Are we looking for someone who like looks insane? Or that can like kind of like act evil. Um, I don't know. Yeah, she could look insane. <laughs> she right? could look like an insane person. Yeah. But also look like a normal person at the same time. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, I'd want to be killed by her. This, yeah, this would be a dream. <laughs> it would be a dream to make a movie with Madeline Klein. Okay, <laughs> Madeline Klein's our uh, serial killer. Done. <laughs> Perfect. And I like how your Sphinx movie turned into a serial killer movie. Yeah. <laughs> and my library movie turned into a, yeah. a serial killer movie. <laughs> so we need to incorporate that in some way. Yeah. That needs to be like the first dream she sees. It's like the library and the and where are your let's do the Sphinx dream first. So how would how would we interpret that to be like a location that she will be at that that person will be at that she can kill them? The Sphinx. So, well, in your second dream, you specifically said you went to, to Egypt. Egypt. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's where it's probably going to happen. That's where Happens it's going in down. Egypt. Mm -hmm. I like that. And then what could the cloning of the friends be like? He could clone people. What would like that interpret? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Could I it mean know. that she'll be around a lot of fake people? <laughs> she 
She's at Maybe. a club. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's at a club <laughs> in Egypt, but around a bunch of people that are just pretend. What does that mean, fake people? <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just something people say. I like. I don't know if that's even a thing. I, feel I like just dramatic people say, "I don't. I'm not into fake people. Fake people. Like, I'm pretty sure you're the fake person. Like you're the one. I'm not into drama. The people that say that are the ones that are the most dramatic. They are the, the most dramatic. They're like, listen, I really hate being in drama. Like, dude. It's because you because are the you most dramatic. The drama. That's why you, create, you hate that's drama. That's why it follows you everywhere. You hate you drama. It. You hate drama because it's always around you. So you're like, it's your fault. You're the <laughs> fault. You're the reason. <laughs> uh, it's totally true. Yeah, no, it's so funny. Some people like they're totally fake. And then I'm like, well, sometimes, sometimes it's like they talk bad behind their backs or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's not cool. But sometimes they're just trying to be nice. Like literally like the people they say are being fake. Anyway, that's like a whole rant. <laughs> There's fake people out there. No, just kidding. It's true. I'm trying to think though. Of what? Do you have to leave at six? Is that why you wanted to record a little earlier? Oh yeah. That's that show. Okay. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure that we'll end on time. Yeah. No worries. Um, I don't know. That's not the worst idea ever. Just yeah. I could see. <laughs> He's going to be around some, I don't know if a club would be drama necessarily. I don't no. know what would be. Yeah. There's just something to do with. Or maybe not even that. It, maybe it means that they'll be with her friends, but there's going to be a falling out. There's going to be a time when she's, well, that's where the vulnerableness comes yeah. in, right? Uh-huh. Because it's like her friend. So like the location is Egypt. That's what the dream says. But then yeah. the dream also indicates that she's going to be vulnerable because her friends are going to turn against her yeah. and then she's going to be alone in Egypt. And that's yep. when you can strike. Maybe and like that's why, that's why when she's on Reddit, mm-hmm. she picks this as a victim because she's like, okay, this person's going to be in this location and she's going to be vulnerable. Yep. And so she goes to Egypt and kills this woman. Mm-hmm. And, uh, drinks her blood and it makes her more beautiful makes her even more beautiful oh you i was saying that because i thought you would get the reference you didn't watch jennifer's body with me no it was oh. it was ariana <laughs> that watched it. i watched it with someone else um but it, yeah jennifer's body she like get if she doesn't eat people on a regular basis she starts to get like ugly oh interesting or not ugly but like super tired yeah. and her skin gets like her skin breaks it's kind of like rapunzel and Mother Gothel, like exactly. she needs to keep like brushing the hair every now and then. Pretty much. And then she'll eat the, <laughs> so that's what <laughs> she'll eat the, <laughs> I, so I, let's say, so that's kind of what it is. She has to, so she, let's say she sold her soul to the devil, mm-hmm. but now she didn't realize this would be happen, but she would have to kill someone to keep it going. Yeah. Or something like that. So what kind of powers does she get from the devil? Oh yeah. Would it just be like, her beauty like she's just like yeah that's probably mm-hmm. it that's probably it because yeah she just wants to be like super hot super hot she has riches like that's the classic too that's what she gets she gets hot and riches and but but then she starts to lose it and then she, if she drinks someone's blood it's a human mm-hmm. person's blood <laughs> this is dark but i know <laughs> she gets she regains it but so that's why she's going on reddit and no matter how dark this is i still love the fact that it's on reddit that she gets these dreams <laughs> I love it too. So instead of, let's say it's not like she has a power to interpret dreams. She just like learned how to. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. We don't have to explain it that much. It could just happen. Right. She sold herself to the devil. 
you could either assume it both ways. Like, I don't think we need to explain it that deeply. Honestly. To be honest, the dreams are not that important anymore. We've kind yeah. of got away from that. We That's actually kind of true. <laughs> but, which maybe we should make the dreams more important because that was the point of this movie, but. Right. Definitely the dreams. Ah, well, definitely the dreams are still important. Like. How often do they make a thrasher movie where the thrasher person is has a personality? Because normally they're always like masked up. Yeah. Or voiceless and they never speak yeah um i i literally cannot think of a thrasher that's different than that i can't think of one either does the candy man show his face i've actually never seen i haven't once, seen it either. once again i just know about it and that's why i was asking um could pennywise be considered a thrasher i think it's more of a i don't think that's considered a thrasher it's more of a paranormal event that's kind of that's true. That's true. Because the most famous thrashers are obviously Michael Myers, uh, Jason Voorhees, um, the guy in Scream. I don't know his name. And is Freddy Krueger a thrasher? Oh, slasher. Oh, am I calling? Is it a slasher? Yeah, slasher. What have movie. I been calling it? Thrasher. Oh, because I'm looking online. I'm like, no, Google <laughs> slasher. It's not hard. It's that's <laughs> right. That's right. I was just saying it wrong. Okay, so some of the movies they were saying is like Scream. Yep. Once again, masked up. Mm-hmm. Game in, intimidation, Halloween, Michael Myers, right? Uh, Friday the 13th is Jason Voorhees. Oh, that's right. That's right. The Some of these movies Texas, definitely look The like Texas comedy. Chainsaw Massacre, he's wearing oh, yeah. a skin face. Uh-huh. Um, the Nightmare the, on Elm Street. He doesn't show he he actually does show his face, but that one's an interesting one because it's it's kind of paranormal and thrasher. That's true. Yeah. Cause it's in dreams. Right. A lot of Friday the thirteenth. A lot of Halloweens. There's a lot of Halloweens. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Ah, now that sounds like a movie. No, Tucker <laughs> and Dale versus Evil. Evil. Popular slasher movies. <laughs> I want to watch Tucker Dale versus Hatchet. Evil. Saw. Would you consider Saw? Saw, yeah, it's a thrasher. A thrasher is a movie that all of the horror comes out of just people being brutally murdered. Right, right. <laughs> like that's... Is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre... Was that a real story? I can't remember. I think it was... Based on one? I'm not 100% sure, to be honest. Once, a, once again, I love the category of slasher comedies... There's also, I'm per, there's a movie called, I think it's called The Neighbors, but they wear masks. It's like they always wear masks. Yeah. It's like you cannot make a Thrasher movie without a masked silent character. But I think this, I think this, it does fall under the category of Slasher. Yeah. Because it's all about the kills and her being revitalized. Right, right. Getting her beauty back. Bring back, make sure you get the kills, and then we're gonna make her personality. That's exciting. There you go. Yep, mm-hmm. we're gonna change Hollywood forever. No, I'm just kidding. Old Madeline Klein. <laughs> Who's gonna play the ugly version of Madeline Klein <laughs> before she sells her soul to the devil? <laughs> I would, That's what I hate about that. I know. Yeah, because some people do have to be cast role. as like the fat person, or they have to be cast as the ugly person, yeah. and it's like, oh, that's so. D- There's the guy that had to be cast as the skinny Steve Rogers. And he was in the video and he was like, yeah, he goes, 
I'm just kidding, Steve. Not the greatest casting, but hey, I'm Captain America. That's what matters. <laughs> yeah. He's like, not Captain America, but I'm not skinny. your face. Yeah. Your body. <laughs> just my body is Captain America. Yeah, no, it's an version. interesting casting. Cause how do you how do you advertise that? Hey, we're looking for like kind of a ugly Uglier version of Madeline Klein. <laughs> do you look like Madeline Klein, but like not hot? Uh-huh. Come to our We'll or, pay you. What you could do is just make up it. What I think is cool about Miss Congeniality is like they get the same girl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The whole fact, the whole point of it was anyone can become. I mean, but that's not the point of this movie. That this, is this, the point of this movie is that she had to sell her soul to the devil to become pretty, <laughs> right? But would it just be and easier to, to Would it be easier to, to make her ugly, just like with makeup? No, no, it's it hard be- to make someone look, someone who's genuinely like, like I was saying when we were watching Miss Congeniality, I'm like, Sandra Bullock does not look not hot right now. That's true. Like That's with true, her glasses actually. in her like sweatpants, it's like she still is Sandra Bullock. You can still tell she's super hot. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's facts. Okay. So we got to get someone else. We just put audition tapes for that one. <laughs> Do you want to be in our thrasher movie? Mm-hmm. You got to be ugly. You have you to gotta be, be blonde. Yep. An ugly version of Madeline Klein. I don't even know what that would be, but just a yeah ugly blonde well, girl. I, ugly is so like I don't even know what that is, right? Because it's literally different for each person. Like no, it's not, exactly. I mean, there are things that are objectively more attractive. That's true. But, that's true. But like, like it, you you make her overweight. It's like that doesn't necessarily make her ugly. Like you make her. I don't know, have acne. It's like, that doesn't necessarily make her ugly either. Like, what do you do to make someone ugly? Yeah. What does ugly even mean? That's true. I mean, yeah. Just those basic things, I guess. And what's funny is in Hollywood, a lot of people that they have casting as the ugly people, not that ugly. Like, they're really like not. <laughs> because it's hard to actually find an ugly person when that's what you're looking for. Yeah, right. Because just mean. That's true. That's true. Well, you have to go in a few minutes. So I think we got something cool. Yeah, definitely. Totally different than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Not at all. I thought, I thought we were going to write a movie about a Sphinx, but nope. Yeah. <laughs> not we at totally all. just went with it. And now we have this Madeline Klein serial killer. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. It's uh, fun. A thrasher with a personality. Thrasher with a personality. That <gasps> should That's be the, name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> thrasher with a personality. personality. All right. Let's jump back in to the void.